Right. So welcome to Brian as a Mayor, a brand new podcast aimed at all Brian Rose fans across the globe campaigning to get me elected as a new mayor of London on 6th of May. I'm Nobuko, your host, a passionate Brian fan who's thrown herself into his campaign as a volunteer and making lots of new friends. And one of them is today's guest, Saeed Nadir, a 25-year-old entrepreneur and a property investor who is on his way to make his first million. But he's also a founder of a charity called Network Help. And his goal is to build a hospital in Morocco. And that's his homeland. Well, Said, welcome to our show. Wow, thank you so much. <laughs> Not at all. Oh. And you've been an amazing campaign organizer, really, it seems. You're using your business managerial skills to set up a campaign hub in Canary Wharf near your home and mobilized dozens of people to work all day, every day, to deliver manifestos, phone canvas, and leaflet. That's an amazing commitment. What prompted you to do this? Uh, thank you so much. And that's an incredible question, uh, Noboko. So for me, what really drives me was one day uh, my wife was taking uh, a train. And what happened is she usually goes out shopping or maybe she goes to see her friends. But one day she came home and she started crying yes. and I said, what's happening? And she said, someone tried to steal and rob me when I was on the train. I was alone. There was just me and this guy. And oh that guy, she was at the beginning of the train. This guy was at the end of the train. And from far away, he was getting close, slowly, slowly. He had an umbrella. And what happened is inside the umbrella, he had a knife. And she saw it and she was so scared and luck. And then she started shouting and no one was in the train. No one could help her. Luckily, the next stop was really close and she ran out. Another girl was about to go inside the train and she stopped that girl. She said, don't go there. And the guy wanted to rob her because he showed her the knife, you know, and, and like, give me your money, give me your phone, give me whatever. But then she, she just, uh, let's say, jumped away and she started shouting and then she ran away. So what happened was, for me, this was the last uh, moment of understanding that London is not safe as it was before. And when I've seen Brian going for, you know, campaigning for mayor, I was like, you know what? I've been following for three years of in London Reels. I know, podcast, yeah. I know that how strong is Brian. I know how we, the mindset he has is incredible. So I knew that I had to do something to make a change. And, you know, this was a wake up call for me because I've heard of people getting stabbed. I've heard of people getting robbed. I've heard of people throwing acid in other people's faces. I've heard all. But when you feel it and it's happening next to you, you are waking. It's like someone give you a big slap in your face and they wake you up. So this is what really made me start campaigning for Brian as a volunteer. I said, you know what? Sadiq Khan didn't do anything. He promised 400,000 homes. He did just 3%. He did 12,000 instead of 400,000. 
uh, another thing is I, I didn't see changes. Uh, I came almost seven years ago in London and in UK. And, I've, I've, you know, I've been living when Sadiq, I was here when Sadiq Khan was elected. Everyone was, oh, the new prime minister, Sadiq Khan. But nothing changed in these four years. It, it went down and down. So I think we need a fresh person. Someone like Brian is an ideal candidate because he has business background. And when he said he wants to introduce 10,000 extra police officers in the street, that was my motive. I said, you know what? I want to help that. Even, even, even if I will be 1% or 2% of his help, I'm willing to do it. And that's why I got my staff. They're working for me for different projects. But, you know, I ask them to volunteer as well, to, to go and do leaflets. Uh, you know, we're all really pushing Brian. Um, and, and I'm a co-founder of a charity, as you mentioned. So the charity is not, uh, it is mainly to help Morocco to build water wells as well, to help single moms, orphans, homeless. But however... We are also organizing big events to help London. Uh, we will start from next month going once a week uh, in Stratford Shopping Centre to give food to the homeless. Uh, we will start to, to help elderly people, vulnerable people. We will start uh, litter picking very soon. I believe next month from the first we will start. So we really want to make London cleaner, better, and safer. We want to uh, help the prevention of knife crimes, to be honest. So we are kind of partner. My wife, someone threatening her with a knife. That was, that was a shock for me. And this is why I'm helping Brian, because he has a vision. He, he actually promised many things and I know he can do them, you know, because he has a plan, a structured plan. He don't have just uh, words. He no, has no, right. But uh, so how many, I mean, you have amazing skills. I mean, you're actually an entrepreneur and with the successful businesses under your thumb. So you've got um, resources, you've got people working for you. So how many people have you managed to mobilize to join this movement to help uh, brands campaign I'll tell you something that from from the before that the major campaign will on the 6th of May today we are the 25 I believe or yeah, 24th. yeah 24th yeah. of May 24th of April yeah A April yeah yes so by the beginning of 1st of May we'll have at least 20 people helping us okay on a daily basis on a daily basis, yeah. Okay. okay. Blind, doing calls, uh, leafletting. I really want to give a push. That's why we asked for Brian to give us 10,000 leaflets. Uh, and Sarah's give... manifestos, right? Uh, sorry, manifestos. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, I think in the area, we get at least 50 to 100 people on a daily basis interest. So they say, you know what, I'm going to vote for him. This is just what we are getting. And this is your, your area is Canary Wolf. Canary Wolf, yes. Okay, okay. okay. And um, how has voter reaction been? What's, well, have you got an interesting, what's your best voter story? Look, I, what I found that everybody knows Brian because he's wow. really good in campaign. Like he's everywhere. So people know the name Brian now, you know, because he's really good in YouTube and he's everywhere. Literally, he's targeting everyone. 
So his ad campaign is really powerful. And I mean, I had a guy that he said, you know what? I voted for Sadiq Khan and I didn't, he didn't do anything. Whatever he promised, he did worse. He did, he hired congestion charges. He, he's penalized the laborers, the people who don't have much salary, people who earn maybe 24,000 a year, 36, 40,000 a year. These are the people who shouldn't be penalized because they're just, you know, having the minimum. So he should penalize the people who are really making over a million five, ten, and so, and, and you know, and, and above. So what, what is in my mind, uh, what, what was the, you know, motive is to, to, to really help those people labor. That's why it's a labor party, right? He wants to help laborers, but it didn't So not a labor party um, loyalists are now considering of voting for Brian. That's what you've noticed. Yes. That's great. And uh, how do you think, I mean, how much do you think businesses are suffering from a businessman's point of view? How has lockdown impacted businesses? 98% of businesses are small businesses, aren't they? And are they very badly hurt? Yes, I, I was one of them. I, I used to have a successful uh, rent-to-rent business. So basically I was managing uh, 50 properties. I was managing 300 rooms. I was making, you know, some some decent amount of money as well. I had stuff, so I had to sell my company because uh, I I kind of felt that this was coming, this crash. Something inside of me told me, said like, you know, maybe I I had a chance to sell. I had a partner, so I sold my half to my partner at that time. It was uh, in 2019, I believe. So 2019, uh, literally a couple of months before the, the COVID started. And I was so lucky because now everything crashed. And I'm telling you, I have so many friends and colleagues who have, uh, you know, managing some 800 properties, 1,000, 500, 100. And they're telling me, you know, Said, like, we are suffering. Tenants are not paying the rent. We cannot evict them because they are protected because due to COVID-19. Uh, th- there are so many restrictions and uh, government is supporting businesses by giving them some loans. But remember, a loan is always a loan. You always have to pay back this money. So they should give a one-off amount, in my opinion, to people to really go back in their feet. But they're offering loans. Loans are there, but you need to pay them back. So I think that they found a temporary situation so people won't be upset and they have some money to, 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 you know, to work on. But, you know, I think many people got redundant. Many people was on furlough and then they lost their jobs. Uh, and it affected so many businesses, hospitality restaurants, hotels. So many have shut down. I know, I know, you know, even Jimmy Oliver shut down. Shut down, yeah. And how do you think, do you think Brian be, becoming a mayor will boost business confidence yes uh, many businesses they shut down even even uh, uh, i think some subways as well some mcdonald's so, so many businesses shutting down yeah it was happening and do you think do you think how do you think brian will impact businesses when he's elected i think his his aim uh is to 
Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you. Okay. Uh, I think his aim is to uh, restore businesses because he knows that businesses are what make you know London go forward. Mm-hmm. And what 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 I've noticed is Brian has a business mindset. Okay. And uh, by having this business mindset, he knows what business needs. He knows the needs. He knows what business wants. He knows everything. What do so, they need now? Business needs support. They need to be open. Business needs to be available to customers. Okay, yeah. yeah you understand? Yeah. Because okay. customers are not linked up with businesses anymore. So they stopped by just shutting down shops. But everyone is on the internet right now. But there are still a majority of people who like to go to the shop to see what they buy. To, they like to see people. So I- internet is good, but there's still so many businesses. So, that so they need to open their doors physically to, to customers. Is that, yes. is that the, what else do they need? Um, I think what businesses need is an incentive. And they need some promotions now because what I've noticed is that many, many businesses have incredible services, but people don't know about them. So let me give you an example now. Even Brian, okay, there may be a better candidate than Brian out there. I don't think there is, but let's say there is. But mm. the way that Brian is advertising himself, everybody's seeing him. So he's so much open and he's there for everyone that people can see that he's out there. So you need to be out there. People need to know who you are. People need to know you are there, you are available, you know. And in practical terms, he's talking about a business, a business rate holiday. And... Um... Yeah, business rate holiday. Is that going to help massively? I think so. I think so. Because many businesses now, even they're still paying rent. I know some businesses, even where I have office, you can see that half, half empty. Yeah. Half of them are empty. So half of the businesses have been affected. Yeah. So, you know, a business holiday will be really good. And to, to really good. Holidays. Yeah. Yeah. So the business uh, rates holiday. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. would be really helpful, you know. But I think the what Brian needs to do now is to really focus on on how to get back TFL as well, because what I've how seen that many back. people TFL, yeah, because many people they they, they are using public transport yes. and they're so upset about congestion charges and they're so upset about all the money that they are paying, you know, for the fares. Yeah. So you know, I think this is we. W- Affairs. So, um, what do you want to see fares done? What do you want to see done about fares, TFL fares? Do they need to come down? Do they need to come down? Fares. Hello. Do they? Do, do can, the, can you hear me? Yes. Can, can, do the tube fares need to come down? Yes. Everywhere. Everything. Everything. Tube fares. They're too high. Everything. Uh, let me tell you something. Yes. Now, now, by putting prices down, people will be involved to use it more. You understand? You mean public so, transport? You mean people will use public every transport? Every public transport. There is Antal outside. Yeah. Antal? Okay. Antal? Okay, so shall we just carry on with this? And, you mean um, me, yeah. Yeah. And um, 
You've got a very interesting personal story, personal philosophy about you know, businesses. You said, um, although you're a successful businessman, you said you got there by not chasing money, but by letting money chase you. How does that work? <laughs> so what I meant by that is that, you know, when I started in London, in UK, I was working for money. At some point, I had two jobs. Yeah. So what I've realized, having two jobs doesn't mean you're making more money. It means you are draining yourself more. So what, what I realized, I study millionaires. And what millionaires have, you know, these people, they, they use the law of attraction. So I realized, you know what, how these people have so much money? How, why some people are so broke, they have no money? And, and then I started using, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to start businesses. So I got a few ideas. I started a few businesses. I, uh, I think in UK, my first business was a fruit shop. So I started with the fruit, you know, just selling fruits, one pound a bowl. Uh, fruit, okay, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, when I came to UK, I, I mentioned you, I started working as a, as a butcher. Yes. So now what happened is by doing all these businesses, I was chasing money. Because what I realized, if you work physically for the money, yeah. money won't come to you and your, your, your body will be very tired. But when I realized, how can I make the money come to me? And that's when I started my property business and I started getting other people's properties to generate income, you know? So I, I, I didn't have, at some point, I could have had 1,000 properties, you know? Um, you could have 1,000 properties, but you, you didn't go for 1,000 properties. You've got fewer than 1,000 properties. Uh, let me tell you, uh, in properties, you can partner up with many people. Yes. So the mindset that I gain, I, I spend a lot of money to, to, to really understand the, the, the process of how attracting these things in your life. The process is to really and truly partner up with the right people. So every time I did a business on my own, I failed. But when I did a business with the partner, I always succeeded. So I realized, you know what? You have two brains, you have four ears, you have two mouths, you know, so this is powerful because you brainstorm and you can get better. So now what I realize is what can I offer and what can come back? So I, you know, when I sold the property business is when I started the, the, the charity. So I'm a co-founder of the charity, as you said, there is another founder. Network who, Help is your charity. Network yeah. Help. Yeah. And together with uh, Mr. Johnson, he, he already did some big projects for the government, like 80 million pound projects. He did one in Brixton. He had a few other projects all over UK. So mm -hmm. to, to really help uh, the community. So I partnered up with him with this because, you know, he was already successful. So personally, my, my opinion is for anyone, don't chase the money. Let the money chase you. What I mean is understand what you want and find a way to attract it in your life. And how do, I, do you do that? Personal self-development, write down your goals. I write down my goals every day. I pray, I pray every day for my goals. I say, please God, help me to get this, this and that. And every time I do that, they happen. It's like- And are you doing that with this campaign, regarding this campaign? Do you pray to God every day that Brian wins? I've, I've, I've prayed before becoming a volunteer. Okay. I didn't know that we could become volunteers. But when I've seen Brian going for mayor, I've seen yeah. his advert, 
I said, I want to be part of his team before he was opening for volunteer. When I've seen the advert become a volunteer, I was like, oh my God, I, I, I wrote that I want to become a part of his team. And now I am. Imagine. And tell me, how this, I've seen many, many campaigners transform. I've seen Robin, I've seen Antal become more confident, more energetic. Has it transformed you also? Yeah. Has there been a change in you since you started campaigning? You know, by starting this campaign, I did, I became not selfish. I became selfless. When you become selfless, then you think about others. You don't think about yourself anymore. I'm not thinking about me because I'm not gaining much with this, right? But by helping him, I can help other people. So Brian is a vehicle to help other people. By helping okay. Brian, we are helping millions of people. 10 million people live in London. We're sure, helping 10 sure. million people. And uh, tell me, how we've, we've discussed about how Brian can change, uplift businesses, but how will Brian change your life personally? You have a wife and have you got children? No, I don't have okay. children. Yet. Okay. So you live with your wife in London, near mm-hmm. Canary Wharf, and you run businesses. And how will he change your personal life, do you think? Can I be honest with you? Yes. My, my objective. Or, or my personal uh, aim to work with Brian is not for him to change my life. I just want to help him to change mm-hmm. other people's lives. But I it will change your left. life. It will change everybody's life. Yeah, I think so. I, I think for, for me, as far as he can put more 10,000 police officers in the streets and, okay. you know, I, 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 I maybe in the future, once he gets elected, I would like to even use my charity organization to, to cooperate with him. Whatever he's doing, we can support him as well, you know, about knife crimes and everything. So yeah. we can always collaborate. But personally, I'm not expecting anything, you know, because I learned, like, just give. When you need something, it will come to you. But all you have to do, just give. Give first and then receive. Yeah. And um, you came to this country you know, um, when you're 19. Yeah. And do you think there are more opportunities in London for businesses in opportunities in London? It's full. Full. All you need to do is to have an open mind and to to, to be really fast in taking action. You need to be an action taker. But you see those opportunities disappearing before your eyes under lockdown. Look, the lockdown has shut down many businesses, but personally in the lockdown, I've opened my marketing agency, you know, so you you need to adopt with the lockdown. You need to find what works in a certain situation because being a business owner is not just running a business, it's called adopting. You need to adopt Mm. to every situation, you know, every weakness has to be your strength. So when you can transform your weaknesses into your strength, then you're a business owner. You need to adjust to the situation. And no how, ma- have you, how have you adjusted? I've adjusted mainly. I'm online now. I'm online based. Uh, I've, I always wanted to have a marketing agency, but I was always stuck with these physical businesses. So my, now I have a marketing agency where, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just delegating my stuff what to do, you know. So I'm getting jobs. Uh, we develop websites. We develop apps. We do campaigns, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We do everything. And but to be honest, my real passion is the charity because I've started it in 2019, but only when we had this COVID that I got, you know, um, 
passionate. I said, you know what? I'm going to make it happen. And when I start making it happen, also Brian uh, volunteering opportunity came along. So I said, you know what? I'm going to help him as well. I'm going to do the charity. And then we got Antal as well working with us. He's going to help us with the charity. We're going to do so many events in London. Uh, we're going to help so many people. We really going, uh, Next week, we are going, I believe, on Saturday to give food to the homeless people. There will be 50 to 100 people we'll give food to in Stratford. So, you know, it, it's really, you need to find opportunities. You need to know what you want. Once you find what you want, the doors will open with you like is a magic. All you need is to believe because believing is very, very hard for people. People believe what they see. They don't believe what they don't see. But if you have the vision big enough and you're committed enough to, to go for it and, 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 you know, stay, even when the things are hard, when everyone is against you, you keep going at some point, you will succeed. And that's what happened to me. The doors start opening like was magic. And with this campaign, it. has it been hard for you? Do, do you think the same principle applies to this campaign, this political campaign? It, it, it has, has been, been hard, hard moments when you felt that, oh gosh, you know, I can't go on anymore. Yeah, it, it has been hard because sometimes we do a lot, but I don't think we all get recognized for what we do, to be honest. I think that what we did, me and Antal in E14, has been at least three times what any other volunteer states at least three times like mm -hmm. we've been giving like 5,000 leaflets in a week we've been mm -hmm. giving so many you know we really got commitment but what I realized even when you don't get recognized for what you do keep doing it keep doing it keep digging keep going keep going when we kept going and then I've seen that Brian recognized us, all the team, they send us messages, guys, we're so proud of you, what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I was really so happy. Yeah. your spirits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you told me that you, you watched Brian Rose for about three years. And what was it about his um, podcast that, that struck you? Look, when you research how millionaires become millionaires, uh, London Real came along. So how did I find out about him? I found out about him through a guy named John Lee. He was a property entrepreneur. That's how I started my serious and successful business in London. Uh, the, I paid £3,000 for a weekend course with John Lee. And I've seen, before that, I've seen he had an interview with Brian. And then I started following Brian. I said, okay, who else did he interview? Because he looks like, good, you know, he knows what he's talking about. And was like, Wow. Every single person that he interviewed had huge success in life. And that's what I wanted. I really, uh, I really wanted to succeed. And that's how I came along to, to, to you know, what watch Brian. What do you Brian. mean by success? Do you mean business success, personal success? All the areas. I, I, I've seen people spiritually successful. I've seen a guy who was just talking about meditation and how, I don't even think he was a millionaire, but he was, he was, you know, really successful spiritually with energy and briefing and it was amazing. And, and then, yes, uh, uh, money success. But I think success is really within you, inside of you. I think when you meet someone, you, I, I feel people, I practice energy. I feel people energy. And I think that a person is successful when inside themselves they are happy. The happiness within you is a manifestation of what is happening in your life. So when I see someone that is broke, I know that inside of his life or inside of himself, he's, he's broke inside. Maybe he and doesn't how do we have help such people. 
Okay, there are four areas in our life. We have health, wealth, love, happiness. Okay. Four. Health, wealth, love, happiness. Yeah. Uh, how do you understand what you're lacking at? It's very simple. I have a mentor of mine. He's in the US. His name is Ty Lopez. I don't know if you heard of him. So uh, I was studying successful people and he said, it's very simple. Write down from one to 10 how happy you are. How is your love life? One to 10. How is your wealth? And how is your health? One okay. to 10. Once you get one to 10, let's say you got seven in all the areas. Yeah. Now you add the further results and you divide them by four. So the average from one to 10, the average uh, number that will come is how you are in your life. Okay. So now if you see, for example, your, your love life is, is not good, it's five. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need to work on your love life. So yes. sometimes we need a self-assessment yes. to, to really go forward. And that's yes. what people don't do usually. Okay. And when you want to, I mean, Brian's done a lot of deep work on yourself, on himself. And, yeah, he's, and he's even made a documentary on that. And have you, have you done anything similar? Yeah, I've been, I've been for a couple of months. I've been to, you know, what is Umrah, Hajj? Uh, yeah. In Saudi Arabia, where all the Muslim people go. <laughs> so I started my spiritual journey. And when I came back, is that time I sold my property business. Because I've realized that life, we have two lives. We have a physical life. We have a spiritual life. Mm-hmm. I've realized I wasn't living my spiritual life. I was only living my physical life. And that's why it was really hard. How old were you then? It was a few years ago. I think it was three years ago. Something so you I was were... You were 22 then? Okay. Yeah, maybe yeah. 21, two, something like that. So um, I've realized that spiritually, mm. if you are at your best spiritually, yes. your physical life will manifest. Whatever you want, it will manifest. But you need to be balanced spiritually. You need to really balance who you are, what do you believe, and, and it will happen. Someone said to me that, uh, someone who's, who's done ayahuasca said to me, that we need politicians who've done ayahuasca several times. I mean, it doesn't have to be ayahuasca, but someone who's done spiritual work on themselves several times. At least, yeah, what do you think of that? Have you ever been interested in politics? No, I never. I only followed Donald Trump because I liked his style. Donald Trump, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I start checking on politics. But to be honest with you, I don't watch TV. Since I'm in London, I never watch TV. I never ever watch TV. I always follow the people who have the results I want, the people who, who do what I love. Uh, I follow people who, 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 who have this spiritual energy. And I think Brian has it too. Yes. I think all the, people, all the millionaires have this spiritual uh, balance, this spiritual understanding, this spiritual energy that brings them forward. You think all millionaires have the spiritual balance? You have really? to have Unless you, you just got it from your parents, unless you got money from your parents, by fear of self-made millionaire, you need to reach to a level of self-realization. And I'm telling you, making a million maybe is easy, but keeping a million is hard. And, and, and let me tell you something. If someone has a property, okay, and they tell you that they are a millionaire, they have, let's say, three properties yeah. in London. A property yeah. on average is around 500,000. Yeah. They're 
millionaire because for me a millionaire is a person who has one million pound cash in his bank account okay. he's not and you're close to that you said yeah yes, that's good yeah that's it's, it's thrilling yeah. to meet someone young yeah. on his way to making his million yeah yeah so what what i meant is you know the money that you have from your bank the money that you have from your bank is bank money that house is a bank house it's not yes, your yeah the bank owns half of it i mean all of it until you pay it, back yeah hey so even if you pay 90% of it if you miss that 10% you so going to take it away so so i don't consider these assets really assets they are assets but i don't consider it yours until it's really yours until it's paid off so that's why many people have properties but they are still not a millionaire because they they is not their money So, so what do they need need to do to become millionaires? I think to become millionaires you right now nowadays you really need to know how to make yourself available online. You need to give some free courses, some free advices online because people need free stuff to follow you, you know. It's called the hooker. You know, it is literally a where you give something for free, you got certain amount of people. Then there is something called upseller. So usually people give a free book, a free ebook, a free course, a free how to do But five, you say it's a spiritual aspect that's important. So what kind of spiritual energy do you need? What's the spiritual approach that you need to make your million? People need to know what they believe into. Maybe okay. God, maybe is law of attraction, maybe you need to have a clear picture of what you believe because if you don't have a clear picture in what you're believing you you won't succeed you really need to have a clear picture of so where kind you're of, you are you talking about a spiritual belief spiritual yeah okay spiritual, when you sit down and close your eyes what do you see do you see just black or do you see something do you see what where, who you are in the future sometime i live in the future i don't live in the present moment Yeah. In your yeah. future you need to visualize what you want you need i visualize sometimes i'm telling you i had friends that maybe let's say husband and wife got in a fight and i i was uh, in in he my friend was telling me oh we have got a fight maybe we're going to divorce and i was like you know what okay i said don't worry come down and then i remember i was going to meditating and i was visualizing him and his wife making peace so i was putting information in my brain on what i wanted the outcome to be and after two days he was like i don't know what happened but we just made up and i'm like okay i didn't tell him i was like okay this works and i was oh my god how many things we can do with this and i started visualizing again many now i'm visualizing the hospital back home hospital hospital this is what comes in my mind every morning i wake up hospital hospital uh wake up oh brian let's help brian to win brian for mayor brian for mayor so when you visualize things they happen is all is all a matter of time maybe maybe it won't happen right now it will happen in one year two years it will happen if you are consistent enough that's why spiritual is everything spiritual is everything oh, that's great okay law, now oh, okay the law of the attraction yes yeah okay okay now we've got um what uh, less than two weeks isn't it before until the polling day so yeah. what do we need to do to make sure that he's our new mayor and that he we need to we, we need to have a humble and honest conversation one to one to people because it's so easy to see brian online 
But having someone representing him on the streets is so powerful. You are, you, we need to win people's hearts. Okay. And this is what will make Brian win. Having more one-to-one -one conversations with people. One person, every person has on average five to 10 people. You or me, we can influence five to 10 people on average. So if we tell them, please vote for Brian, they will do just because you ask them to. We have an influence in our life. In the at least five people near us will do what we say because they trust and we will do what they say. We trust, we believe, we love each other. So we, we have this, you know, unconditional trust. So if we convince one person, we're convincing five people or maybe we're convincing 10. If those people convince five more people, that's 25 people. If 25, then they convince five more, that's uh, 125 people and so on. You know, it's a domino effect. So one person will bring us so many people. Have you actually handed out manifestos to people? Yes, I did many think, times. Are they are they appreciative of a thick, you know, it's, it's, it's 50 pages. Do you think they'll take and read it? L let me tell you what I try to do when I stop people. I need to understand how in a hurry they are. Some yeah. people are really busy yeah. and you can't really talk to them. So my 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 approach to people is really finding out people who have some spare time and mm -hmm. with um yes yeah, spare time and in, in their spare time mm -hmm. okay and, and you and quickly assess that in seconds assess them and tell them exactly what brian is doing look i'm voting for him i say i am voting for him mm -hmm. because he 10,000 police officers he, he want to uh, help tfl to not be bankrupt anymore mm -hmm. he wants of the congestion charges he want to help the knife crime situation you need to tell them the main points people don't want to listen to yeah. you know different story they want to know why is he special why should i vote for him and that's it brian said i mean i read his manifesto and i was almost moved to tears because it has so much substance clarity a commitment and love for london really and he mm -hmm. said he's published fifty thousand copies and if he if he thinks that he said if he can deliver them into the hands of 50,000 people he'll win is that possible yes it is yeah we it already did 500 uh, manifestos by the way so we have 6,000 to go from e14 area yeah um and i think he's he, he's right because one person will affect the whole family as i said so one person will bring at least five people so 50,000 people is 150,000 people. Yes, you're right. Okay, so do you, do you see in your head? I mean, you, so do you, do, you, do, you, do, you see in your, do you see the vision in, in your mind of Brian winning on the 6th of May? You do? Yeah. Uh, right, okay, let's double down <laughs> and get those manifestos out, delivered, and phone canvas. Oh, thank you very much, Said. Thank you very much for being on the show. And, uh, to, and also to everyone listening, you know, if you want to join the movement, please go to Brian Fumea slash volunteer and join the movement. Thank you very join much. Us. Hey, guys, join us today. Let's go. Yeah, let's, let's go. Thank you.